Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on On the Clock fans, man? Welcome to another episode of On the Clock with your guy, Raul Lascano, my right-hand man, George Martinez. I can't tell you how excited I am to be with you guys today because I am a fortune teller. I am a prophet. I am predicting games before it happens. I can't believe my heat beat the Bucks. Uh, but we got a great show for you, man. We got a lot of things we want to talk about. The big talk of the news, the big talk of the town right now in Tampa Bay area. I can't believe it. They signed former Jags running back Leonard Fournette. Fournette is his name. And he is now a freaking Buccaneer with Tom Brady and the rest of this all-star cast. We got to talk about it. My guy George is super excited. I don't think he slept all night uh, about it. We're also going to dive right in. So we got to talk about the Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. They're in trouble. They are in serious trouble. And I, I think... I think we found a solution why. Um, we want to roll right into the high school. We got TC, Tampa Catholic, playing IMG. It's going to be an amazing game. Uh, we think it's going to be one of these classic, classic high school games. And uh, we also, speaking of high school, we have a recruiting expert joining the show, Ernesto from MRE, which is Major Recruiting Exposure. He's joining the show to give us the ins and outs of high school recruiting and how to make your dreams come true. So don't go anywhere. Come on, join us. You're on the clock. What's going on, George? How are you doing, my guy? I know you're excited. I'm excited. It's two different reasons, but we're going to come together we are, today. We are both very, very excited. It is, it is a great time to be in the Florida state. Oh, yeah. COVID cases are going down. Yeah. You yep. got football coming back. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa has basically said, we're going to stack all the chips. Oh, yeah. Because we are going all in. And this is poker. We are pushing the, the chips <laughs> in. We are going all in. Yeah, this is Texas Hold'em um, all in bucks, right now. Yep. All of it. So I'm, I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you something right now. Mm-hmm. The Bucks have a pro bowler at every skill position spot on their offense. It's sickening is what it is. It's sickening. It's illegal. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hating this, right now. This is amazing. Now I know Now I know how you felt back when LeBron and Chris Bosh joined the Heat. Untouchable. And it was the big three. It was him, you, D-Wade. You felt amazing. Chris Bosh, Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah. This is what, <laughs> you have to understand, this is what Boston fans New England Patriots fans were feeling for, you know, more than a decade, right? It was what, 15, 17 years, whatever, Brady, how long have they been winning organization? This is what they felt. They always felt going into the season like you're feeling right now. The audience can't see you, but your chest is completely exposed right now. It is out. You know you got the team to beat in the <laughs> NFC. The, the, the Super Bowl literally, literally comes through Tampa Bay. Comes through Tampa, baby. Literally Absolutely. comes through here. These guys, you you have, and again, I'm hating from the outside because I'm still rebuilding with freaking Fitzpatrick, and I got Tua, <laughs> and we're releasing players, and we got all kinds of crap going on in Miami, but it is exciting, man. You, it's hard not to be excited for a team. You can love somebody else, but when you're watching this magic happen on ESPN, you're like, wait a minute, Leonard is going where? They have the money for this? Right. How are they making this possible? Poor Jameis. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, what's somewhere the deal that like, hold on a second. So the, the team, and you and I were talking about this before, before the actual deal came out. I told you the Bucks aren't going to sign it for no more than five, four or five million dollars. Yeah, you did say that. You called it, yeah. and I was right. Yeah, and I was right. The, the, it's a one-year deal, right. three point five million dollars. 
Wow. Um, he gets a $2 million base salary. So the other 1.5 in his deal are incentives that are based on rushing yards and playtime. Wow. So it's very strategic there for the Bucks uh, to include rushing yards and playtime as the, the other way he gets his, his other 1.5 million. It's a very, very team friendly deal. Uh, I know, you know, b- before the show, you and I were talking about this. People are taking less money now yeah. to come to Tampa. In the past, yeah. Tampa's been the team that has overpaid for free agents because they couldn't lure them in, so they had to pay the big dollars right, in order to get the, the guys. They had to overpay. This is a Brady thing, I think, right? This is what I Tom, think so, too. This is a Brady effect. Yeah, and, and, and this is what they did in New England. Everybody had low contracts, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if these guys like, yo, Brady, we want them. Can you convince him about the deal? He walks in. He says, "Listen, I'm Tom Brady. I have Gronk. It's almost like it's almost <laughs> Mike like Evans. yeah. It's almost Chris like Godwin. when Tony Stark walked in on on Loki and the Avengers, and he's like, we have a Hulk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got a Gronk. I got a Gronk right. waiting here. So you know, it, it. But everybody in New England took these deals. They. I don't. I don't think anybody there, other than the offensive linemen, I don't think anybody made over ten million dollars a year. I really don't because those guys. He was very strategic on on how he did the numbers. And Belichick, and I'm sure Brady is sprinkling all over the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now because you guys look amazing, bro. Yeah, uh, right now it's a Brady effect. I mean, now, you know, we went from going into the season, one of the biggest, two of the biggest questions we had on the offense was, can we protect them? So we went out and got a got, got a rookie tackle, one of the best ones in the draft mm-hmm. that's going to play right tackle for us. Um, to show up the offensive line, we signed another lineman, pretty highly rated as well. And then running back, running back has been a position of of need for the Bucks. Oh man, since I can remember back in the Cadillac William days and Ernest Graham days and Mike Allscott, Ward Dunn days, right. really haven't had any backs that have been exciting here in Tampa. And now you got Sean McCoy, yeah, and you got Leonard Fournette. So. I gave you this this correlation before. Mm-hmm. So, if you close your eyes and you imagined the Patriots, you had Tom Brady, Sony Michelle, James White. Yes, you did. Now you have Tom Brady. <laughs> you have Leonard Fournette, which is equivalent of Sony Michelle. Some would argue a better version. And now you got Lashawn McCoy as your James White version. Yeah. He's your guy that goes on the in, in the in the you know in the flats, catches passes. You can put him in a slot. You can move him around yep. and play matchup. And for Fournette, think about it for Fournette. You got Evans, Godwin, Bray, Gronk, OJ Howard. Fournette's never going to see a stat box. Yeah, that box is empty. There's nobody going to be waiting for him in that box. So so for him, it's like, better when I had a Jacksonville. We had no receivers, bad quarterback. People were loading the box on him. And he still produced back-to-back 1,000 yards. So, you know, with Gaines being two weeks away here, the question is really how quickly can he get acclimated? Right. To the offense, to the terminology, you understand what's going on. Because the, the, the one thing in the past is running backs that sign at this juncture or even get traded during the season don't usually paint out well. Right. So that's the only fear. But again, at, at two and a half million or $2 million base salary, it's not that big of a risk for the Bucks on a one-year deal that they're all in anyways. Right. So, you know, speaking on teams that are going all in right now, yeah. you're undefeated, Ooh. undefeated. Ooh. And I say that twice intentionally yes okay miami heat are six and oh in the bubble in the playoff bubble baby (laughs) in the playoff bubble so we talked about the suns you know we're eight no yes in the games you know miss the playoffs 
Now the team that's in the playoffs, the only one that's undefeated still, your Miami Heat just took down last night. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee Bucks, again, two-point yes. victory there yes. to take a 2-0 lead. Pressure. Pressure makes diamonds or it busts pipes, baby. And we're making diamonds down south. Let me tell you something, man. I told you on the last podcast, on number 30, I told you Miami in seven. After watching tonight, I'm thinking Miami in six. Because I tell you what, there is zero offense going on for Giannis and those Bucks. They are not getting it done. And I'm telling you right now, he needs help. He needs complete. And I, don't, I and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I think everybody thought Giannis was Batman, right? And we, what happened? What happened with, uh, with Richard Jefferson? I think his name is. Yeah. So I was about to read it out right yeah, here. So read it, Richard please. Jefferson, Richard Jefferson came out after the game was over, and made a very interesting comment about Giannis here. Giannis might be a Pippin. There, I said it. He needs a Jordan, end quote. I totally agree with him. Wow. I totally agree with him. And again, the Miami Heat are not playing basketball with these all super all-stars, right? They have good players. But, bro, when I tell you hustling from the time the jump ball is thrown to the clock hits double zero, these guys are diving for basketballs. They are sprinting up the court behind the dribbler to the, the the point guard leading up. They're they're following this dude. They're sprinting to get the ball and strip it from them. They're waiting for the other guys underneath the basket to guard them. Like they are they are all in on this. This is this is how they're playing. This is their identity. They are grinding the crap out of these teams. And again, it goes back to also what I told you about the score. Remember, I told you, you know, when you see 150, 120, nobody's really playing defense, right? Now the score was pretty high, but it, it went down. It went down to the wire. It was one fifteen, one thirteen. But bro, they are freaking hustling on defense. Giannis is frustrated. You can tell because he's he was in foul trouble half the night anyway. He had four fouls by the time the third quarter was got, gotten to play, so he had to be controlled. And and you could tell he's frustrated. He shoots a shot, doesn't go in. He's rushing up the court, and, and I think he got away with a lot of fouls last night. Um, but bro, these Bucks. Oh, they are in trouble, man. They are down 2-0 in the bubble. Miami wins one more game. And I and I know game three, and that's why I say six, because I think game three, Milwaukee's going to be pissed. They're going to come out flying and, and try to really establish dominance. And they might push it 2-1. But I tell you what, Miami pulls out game three, and they go up 3-0, bring out the brooms. It's a wrap. They're sweeping the bucks if they go up 3-0. Wow. Yeah, bro. Now, what what... The person who doesn't get a lot of credit here mm-hmm. for this is Eric Spoltra. At all. That guy is a phenomenal coach. You go back to the days where LeBron and D-Wade and, and Bosch were all there, like we were talking at the beginning of the show. It takes a heck of a coach to manage those personalities and distribute the ball and make sure everybody gets touches and, and this, that, and the other. Now, this is a completely different team than what he had originally. But this guy's coaching his butt off with these guys. You saw Jimmy Butler want to get traded to Miami. Yes. When he was with Philadelphia, he wanted to go there. So I think it says a lot about Eric Spoltra. I know D. Wade is a big supporter of, of Miami as an organization and Pat Riley and, and, and all that those guys there. But you even had Jimmy Butler. So t- to tell you where these guys are mentally locked in. Yeah. During this week here, you had the players could, could bring their family. To come see him, 
right? They, they were letting people into the bubble, testing, and everything was taken in place to make sure the bubble stays intact. Jimmy Butler said, no, I don't want to see nobody from my from my house. Right. That guy's been in the bubble for six months. He With the ugliest mustache said, I've ever no. seen on a person. The ugliest oh, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't shaved in a minute. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't shaved in but a minute. It's, it's part of the persona. But his comment was, for the comment was, I'm here for business. Yep. And until until business is done, I don't enjoy it. Yep. And, and that was kind of his comments there. And, and, you know, he told everybody, you know, you do what you want. I'm not throwing shade on nobody that brought their family in. But for him, that's where his head is at. He is completely locked in. You got that entire Heat team locked in. And the playoffs, especially in the bubble, A, we've had one upset, right? We had we had the Jazz and, and the Nuggets situation there. Go to game seven. They came back from being down three to one right. to come back and, and, and win that series. But this may be the upset of 2020 here in the NBA bubble if your, your Heat pull this off because I didn't give them a chance coming into it. I know many of us didn't either. Oh, yeah. Nobody. So yep. when, if and when they pull this off, It'll be, and I agree, it is, if they lose this series, mm-hmm. is Giannis' career in Milwaukee over? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to go touch you know, on something that you said yeah. about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a totally different Jimmy Butler this season. And I know with everything that happened with COVID, I understand it, the bubble. Let me tell you something. Jimmy Butler was a very cocky, very arrogant person. I have seen him on the court with leadership of something I've really, re- I've never really seen him do. I've seen flare-ups. I've seen, uh, you know, like little little spots here and there that that he could become this guy. But let me tell you something. Going to the fourth quarter, he walked over to Eric Spoelstra and he told him, "I want Giannis. I want to cover Giannis. No, no, no. I want. We know the switches. We're not switching. I want Giannis. If they come pick and roll him and try, I want to be on Giannis. So I'm looking at this like, yo, this is this is amazing in my book. This is a different Jimmy Butler." Giannis loses the series. The Milwaukee Bucks lose the series. He's leaving to go to Golden State. He's out of here. Because you know, because you know who's in his inbox right now, Stephen Curry. Oh, Clay Thompson, hey, Draymond Green that, with the that Tampa. doesn't happen here, baby. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> bro. He's he needs. I think Richard hit it right on the head, man. He is Robin. He has no Batman. He is a he's a role player, bro, bro. And again, it could be that he doesn't have a somebody to really lean on to teach him. Maybe I don't know. But, bro, the first thing they're going to do in Milwaukee is if, if he doesn't, they don't win the series, they're going to fire that freaking head coach. That's what they're going to try to do. They're going to blame it on the head coach and tell Giannis, Yo, we don't know what he's doing. We're going to go get you a coach. That's what he's going to tell him. And then Draymond Green and Golden State, they're going to still keep texting him, <laughs> saying, we ain't got to go look for a coach, bro. We got a guy here. We, we, got, we a got a guy. guy. Yeah. If you're looking for a coach, he's here. Um, it's just amazing to watch, man. Miami just playing this, this team ball, man. So... Here's where I disagree with you a little bit here. Okay. I think he does have the supporting cast. Chris Middleton, like we were talking about this earlier, Chris Middleton single-handedly brought them back into the game. Yes. That That is your role. That is, that is your Robin. Chris Middleton is the definition of a Robin. He's there where you need him. He's your spot-up three. He can take over in spurts while Giannis is you know, on the bench, foul trouble, whatever it is. He can lead a team for, for a while, but he's not the dude. Yeah. He's not. He's not your Jimmy Butler. He's not those. He's not the James Harden, Chris Paul that can just completely dominate a game. But I don't think Giannis is is a Batman. I think. And I, I think. He, I think he's a he's a glorified version yeah. of Scottie Pippen today. He's he's today's Scottie Pippen. I think. He's I think he's not even up to Scottie Pippen's level. By the way, I agree. Scottie I agree. He's, a, he's not an elite defender. Yeah, he's not an elite defender. Um, I I think Giannis can can fade away. 
in the offense a little bit yes. and get stuck shooting the three ball and and outside the outside the paint and he got, the guy's almost seven feet tall. You should be dominating the paint, especially with his skill set, how fast he is, how agile he is, pick and roll. I mean, we were talking about this before. We went through stretches where what it was like six minutes yeah. that the Bucks didn't score at all, at all, at all. If you man. need a bucket, if you need a bucket, you put Chris Middleton and Giannis in a pick and roll situation. You shoot the three or you dump it, and I think you just play that game the entire time. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens here in, in Game Three, but it's crazy to think that Giannis' career in Milwaukee could be over, and he could be potentially joining. The Golden State Warriors. Well, I, I'm going to say this, and then we'll, we'll move on about it too, man. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I th- you mentioned about Batman and Robin, okay? So here's a classic comic book scenario, okay? When the main character, the main superhero is not present, what ends up happening is they put like a whole bunch of supporting cast superhero sidekicks to defeat the one villain, right? So like when you when right. there's... When there's Robin, Robin will have Batgirl. He'll have freaking, you know, the Red Hood. They'll have Nightwing and all five of the sidekicks. Yeah, all the five sidekicks will come together to beat the one guy. That's exactly what the Milwaukee Bucks look like. They look like a bunch of five sidekicks trying to figure out who is the guy. And everybody wants Giannis to be the guy, but he's not the guy in Milwaukee. Like, if he's going to be the guy, it's like you said, go down there and dominate the paint. Do your job. This guy shot... I think it was 12 is what they said. 12 three-pointers. For what? And I told you the last podcast. I love it when he goes down there. Go down there. Go go up. No, 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 I'm sorry, not down there. Go up there. Go go to the top of the key and shoot your threes. I'm comfortable knowing the fact that you're not going to make this. And you're really not putting any pressure on Miami because one of the tallest players on the floor is not down in the paint. Lopez, he'll go down in the paint. I'm more scared of Lopez on the Bucks shooting threes. Than I am Giannis and freaking Lopez. <laughs> I'm serious. Yo, Lopez makes these three points. You're like, shit. Somebody cover, somebody cover Lopez. Double Lopez. Screw Giannis. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm interested in see if my listen to me. If Monday comes and we are three and zero, I'm calling oh, out of boy. work and I'm calling out of the show. I'm not doing it. I'm not. You're the 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 shit talking amount is going to be too high. People going to put their <laughs> boots on. I am I am losing my mind. If you're a Facebook friend or Twitter or freaking Instagram, I'm tagging all you haters that's called me crazy this past week, these past couple of days, telling me there's no way the Miami Heat can win this. And now they're up 2-0. So pressure on Milwaukee, especially on that head coach and Giannis and, and trying to get there, man. Uh, one thing I want to get your opinion about is a huge high school game that's coming up, man. I mean, it's, oh, my God. I got chills just thinking about this game. Tampa Catholic and IMG playing each other, bro. What are your thoughts on this freaking colossal game of high school? It's going to be epic. It, it has to be, I right? think it's going to be a great game. Um, really, really, I think the game will be dominated by each defense yeah. for the most part. Um, you think about our dude over there, D.D. Snyder, was on the show um, early on. Our guy, yeah, man. I think him and his him and his counterpart over there taking, taking control of that defense. You get a young... You got a young rising offense out there in TC. I know you got you got KJ Covington out there run the ball. You got Trell in there playing, you know, D tackle. You got Xavier Washington, which is a rising quarterback here in Tampa Bay area. He's gonna yes, be one of the hot names that comes out in the next couple couple years. Even this year, this may be his 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 stardom to, to his career. You got Jamie Smiley, who's a legit receiver as they come. Yes. They got some guys over there, you man. Got they Lou got some guys also, over there. They got some Lou firepower. From, uh, Lou, Lou. 
Yeah. Luke Carter. Yeah. Right so he's, back, yeah. He, 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 yeah, he's, 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 he's a star in the making already. Bunch of offers from all kinds of cool schools and he's, going to sophomore campaign, I, I believe, yep. um, this year. So, yeah, I mean, then you got – you got on IMG, it's IMG. So, <laughs> you know, nothing but the best from yeah. around the country. Right. Now, it, it is their it is their, their younger team. Um, so, we'll, we'll get an opportunity to see Stacey Gage, a Tampa – Tampa's very own Stacey Gage, uh, you know, kicks kicks it off for IMG this year. Excited to see how, how he does in his first – High school game. I, I've been following him and, and watching some of his practices, and he's a man among boys. Even even at IMG, he's you can see him in the weight room. He's getting big. It's gonna be a great game, man. I, I think uh, the the game is at TC, mm-hmm. which which I think adds a little bit of a of an advantage for TC going into it. I think you know the the defense is very mature, very seasoned. Yeah, they were pretty young Jarris last year. McIntyre, they were. Um, Jarris McIntyre does a great job preparing those guys on the defensive side of the ball. I think they're very good defensively. I think, you know, week one, most offenses usually struggle a little bit because uh, week one, jitters, especially they're the, the only game in town right now with, with this whole COVID situation going on. Uh, but I like IMG to pull it out. I just think they got more more stardom, more firepower. Than uh, than Tisita, but I think it's a close game. I I think it's a three point game. I think you're seeing you're going to see a 17-14 type of game, and I think IMG gets out of there with with the win. You know, speaking of uh, Xavier Washington, man, I've have you ever seen that kid throw a football, man? Have you ever seen? I mean, yeah, what is he six two now? I, 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 I watched some clips. Yeah. Our our, uh, our good friend uh, Preston Jackson was out there from Big County Preps. Yes. He yep. was out there over the week, um, and I saw some of his clips. And he is, you know, some of those clips are uh, of Xavier Washington throwing the ball. Like, man, the dude can throw a ball. Can he, bro? Pretty, you it know, comes out fast. It's a cannon, man. You know, you know, it's funny, man. The I don't know. He, he has many ways to throw a football. Like, he has a whole bunch in his arsenal. But I love watching this kid throw a freaking fifteen to twenty yard out route on a dime. Like it's on a dime, bro. And it's come. It's velocity. The ball placement. I mean, it looks beautiful when it comes out of his hands, and he reminds me of a very young. I know it's gonna sound crazy, but he's gonna. Say, he reminds me of a young freaking Randall Cunningham when Randall first got to the Eagles. Mm. That that arm of his, the extension, the freaking velocity, it's a it's pretty good, man. So I, yeah, I think TC and, and IMG is gonna be a great one. It's definitely gonna be one for in the books. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about that game for years upon years upon years especially if they especially if tc goes up and scores first i know those i know those kids very well oh, they're gonna oh boy they're gonna tweet oh, yeah, it on the sideline as soon as it happens up. yeah yeah so it's gonna be a good game man i do give uh i do give tc the advantage for being at home and and having the home crowd around them and and again we we love we love stacy gage seeing that young man playing youth leagues uh you and i got to coach him at fbu um he's just we an did. amazing leader and, and kid so we do wish him the best um, so it's going to be fun to watch, man. It's, I mean, for what is it? The first high school game in Florida or Hillsborough County, right? There'll, there'll be two games. It's a first, it's the first one in Hillsborough County, right? Jesuit is traveling out of County to play, to play a game as well on Friday. Um, but TC, another monster and IMG is the only in County game we have going on this, this Friday night. And then everybody else kicks off on, on the 11th. Man, it's going to be great, man. It's going to be real great. I can't wait. I know the fans in Tampa, Tampa Bay Area, you're going to be freaking excited. Um, you're going to try to get there. I know you're going to be standing on your cars 
to watch these football games because <laughs> uh, sports is back in Hillsborough County. So it's going to be amazing to watch, man. Speaking of high school, man, uh, George, I-, I can't wait to talk to Ernesto uh, on the other side of this break here, man. Ernesto is with MRE. It's Major Recruiting Exposure. Uh, he's a very young man, very young at age. Um, very surprised to, to see how how strategic he is and how good he runs his business as far as getting high school kids recruited. Uh, we got to talk to him before, you know, leading into the interview. It's going to be amazing. Man. I want to ask him a lot of questions about recruiting. When I, um, I actually want to ask him questions about that relationship between him and Tio. That'd be freaking amazing to, to hear how that <laughs> happened, man. So uh, you guys stick around on the clock, fans. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we have plenty more for you. Stick around. You're on the clock. All right, on the clock, fans and small businesses. If you're interested in advertising on our podcast, shoot us an email at ontheclock20 at gmo.com or go visit our website at otcsportstalk.com. Don't forget, you're on the clock. All right, on the clock, fans, we have another exciting guest join the show today. We have Ernesto from MRE, also known as Major Recruiting Exposure. He's on the clock with us here. Ernesto, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's good to have you, man. I, I, I'm so glad you reached out and, and was like, hey, man, I wouldn't mind coming on the show, man. This is for me and George, we're two high school coaches, and, and I'm a recruiting coordinator, so I really would love to know the side of the business that you're on. You know what I mean? Um, so my first question would be, how did you get started? How did MRE come about and then and get launched? Well, it was something unexpected, to be honest. I'm, I was only... I was only 17 years old as a senior in high school and my friend was an all-state quarterback and you know he had a great senior year and I, was, I know about the uh, recruiting process because I was a track guy you know I know about sending my film out and stuff so I'm like you know what man I'm gonna help you find a school you know since you know schools aren't reaching out to you just because of your grades um so I helped him find a school and he ended up signing with Independence Community College last chance you yeah yeah, that yeah time yeah so then I helped him out and every everybody was like yo who you know who helped you you know because, you know, it was new coaches. So, you know, there is a coaches left to another school. So, you know, they weren't communicating with him that much. So the rest of the team was like, who helped you? And then he said, oh, me. And then they started reaching out to me. I helped them out. People started giving out my numbers. And I just made a page about it. And then I did my first ever football combine in January. Uh, the, of this year, right? The one that passed in January 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that yeah. go, man? Um, how, how did that Rock, come oh, Well, at that time, I was, it was early this year. I was 20 years old. You know, I, I was like, you know, where's my first combine? Um, I'm a little nervous, but, you know, I'm just going to stick with it. You know, I have faith that it's going to be good. But the good thing that, I, you know, I have a relationship with Hall of Famer Terrell Owens. So he did me the favor and posted my camp flyer on his Instagram story. You know, when he posted, everybody was, oh, this this is legit, you know, because when I first talked about the camp and I posted it, people weren't really, they thought, you know, in Miami, there's a lot of scams. So people right. thought, oh, this might be a scam or something. So I asked, you know, Tara Owens to do me a favor and he posted it on his story with no problem. Then I had uh, Brian Rockpaw as my special uh, special guest. Come, he, he spoke to the kids, four-time pro bowler. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I had the college coaches there. I it was really organized, and it went out good. The kids had, you know, they liked it. They had fun. I made sure that, um, that, you know, that I introduced them to the college coaches. And, you know, and let's say they didn't get any looks that day, I would, like, personally, like, watch their film, and I would send it to college coaches that were still looking, you know, just yeah. to help them out. Oh, that, and that's beautiful, yeah. man. Uh, and, again, it, a lot of people don't know how, how much work it takes to actually put a camp together and promote yeah. it and push oh, it out. Man. So trust me, i tell you, when you have Terrell Owens pushing you out and, and saying, yeah, of course. So uh, going forward, is this going to be something that you're trying to do yearly 
everywhere in January in yeah. Miami or? Yeah. Yeah. I plan on doing it on a couple of times a year. Uh, in May, Terrell Owens was supposed to come, actually. Mm. We, we agreed on it and, you know, the virus messed it up. So I'm trying to get him to come to my next one. We haven't talked about it. I just got to let him know what month, you know, but I'm still trying to figure out because of the, the COVID. Absolutely. Are these yeah, camps you know, free? It'll, it'll or? be big. It'll be big. Are the camps free or do they pay well, money? Well, um, I try to do it really affordable, you know, 20, 25 bucks each kid, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's not bad and, at all. Um, but, with, but, you know, let's say they didn't get any looks, you know, with three is me trying to find a school for them. You know, I'm trying to, you know, I really want to help these kids out, you know, because they, they need it. You know, they drive far. They come in, there's people that come from Tampa, Orlando, you know, they drive really far, you know? So for them to like, you know, basically not get nothing, you know, is not good. So I try to help them as much as I can. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And if you need That's help from up, if you need help from us, I don't know. I know the first stages is Miami, but if you branch out and you're like, look, I'm gonna do MRE camp in in Tampa, let us know, man. We'll help promote and, and try to get that thing popping. Because I know we know a whole bunch of high school Appreciate kids in this area, man. That will just I know they would love to try to go to those camps because the, the major ones, you know, you always hear about is the rivals camp, and you hear about some of the Nike openings. But it's really, really, really hard to get into the Nike opening and Adidas. And there's some really good athletes that you know maybe the Nike just doesn't know about. Um, where would they go to, to to find out for the camp? Is it just on Twitter for you? Uh, it's Twitter. I try to post on Instagram, and I send it to uh, uh, high school coaches that I know. Yeah. And I try to send it as many high school coaches as I can, uh, and you know, like from the Florida area, you know. Yeah. I actually had a couple kids. I'm gonna try to remember the names, but a couple kids. I, I think like one or two kids actually came from my to my combine from Jefferson from your school. Oh, really? I try to find the name. But I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I gotta find that name. But yeah. I remember because I, because when I was looking at the spreadsheet, the school said Jefferson. Nice, yeah, nice man. Up, man. I try to promote as much as possible. I'm, I, I know these coaches. They're, <laughs> they're probably upset with me. I have an app on my phone. It's called Ward Board, and what happens is you preload like everybody's information. And every 2021, 2022, 23, 24 kid, I got like in this freaking app. And all I do is just like, it's literally, it, it saves me from typing all the whole time is what it is. Bro, I am killing it with these coaches. Like as soon as the coach sits there and says, hey, 2022 is where you at? I'm pushing all the freaking information. And I know I've done it no, to your page good. as well. <laughs> I see the MRE and you're like, hey, look at <laughs> D- D2 schools are looking for. I'm like, blast, 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 blast. And I always wonder, do you and, like, do you get upset with guys that do that? Like for me, like do like, like, oh, my God, no, this guy's no, killing I, me. Actually, if kids can play, I don't mind. You know, if the guy can play, I don't right. mind. You know, as he, that's better for them and better for the college coach. Right. Um, you know, the, the valuable thing about me is I know a lot of college coaches take me. So I know when they're looking, you know, like what they're looking for. And I know what school is looking, you know. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, you know, is there any, like when there's the times that you guys need to find out what school is looking for this, I can, you guys just can ask me. I'll give yeah. you my number after this and I'll, you know, you just, I'll just let you know what school. Oh, man, that'd be great, man. That'd that's be awesome. awesome. And then w- w- one question, one question I had for you is, is what advice would you give to our high school kids about engaging with the college or setting up their profile? Like, what advice would you give to a student athlete as, as they're trying to get into their career process? Well, the first thing they got to do is make a Twitter. You know, a lot of these athletes, they, you know, they oh, they say they want to play college, but I'd be like, you have Twitter? No. I'd be like, you know, that's the first thing you, you got to do. You, like you got to make a Twitter. It's, it's like literally getting an outfit to go to the club. Like, that's the first thing you have to do to yeah. make sure you get in. <laughs> yeah. Like, and one, once you make the Twitter, you got to basically, basically fill out like a recruit form for yourself, you know, but you just type it on your bio, like your high weight, GPA, you know on your bio and stuff like promote yourself the right way you know so when you follow a coach you know and if he's you know 
he, you know, you promoted yourself the right way, so he'll know it's already there, you know? Right. And when they make their huddle film, they got to put the best plays in the beginning. You oh, know, because yeah. a lot of these guys are not top athletes, you know, college coaches are not going to know you. So, you know, the beginning is very important. Yeah, I agree. The, you know, yeah, so they got to. Yeah. These kids make freaking, you know, 12 minute highlight reels. And I'm like, man, these coaches are not going to look at 12 minutes. I know you want to put everything in yeah, there, but yeah, make, make the best, you know, I tell the kids, think of it like a Marvel movie, right? The trailer's amazing. It's only a minute and a half, two minutes long. And you, and you, you got to leave it with something like, oh man, I want to see more of it. That's what you kind of got to, you know, put yourself out there and make, um, which is funny, man. I know you say you're 20 years old. It's amazing that you have this business and you're, and it's booming and it's moving, um, what are some of the hurdles that you have to overcome while doing this? I mean, you know, I know there's been some kind of stage where you kind of stumbled along or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, because at first, you know, um, you know, people see that I'm young and say like, oh, this guy don't know what he's talking about. Oh, this guy don't know what he's doing. I mean, that that's how, that's their first impression, you know, just by the looks. But you know, once they get to meet me and stuff, they're like, oh, you know, this guy, this guy, you know, he's serious. You know? Yeah. So uh, basically, you know, basically to. And anything you do, when you build stuff, it's hard, you know? You yeah. know, there's going to be people that just have to see it to believe it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, 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 that's like one of the hurdles I, I face, you know, just, you know, people have to see it to believe it. So, if, you know, when you first start off, anything you do, it's going to be hard, you know, because, you know, you're not going to get a lot of support, man, just because people have to see that it's legit first, you know? Yeah, you, you have to you build a lot up. of people that are, that are very skeptical about it you know what i mean do yeah. about recruiting companies there's, there's a, a hundred thousand of them out there some pretend to be real and are not some are legit trying to fight through the people that are not legit to, to kind of get known and make sure they see themselves how do you go about building your relationship with these colleges because obviously there's a there's a very important relationship you have with them where they trust you to say hey Ernesto, i, I i'm looking for a d end class of 2022 who do you got on your list that obviously that reputation of you saying, Hey, I got this guy, this guy, and this guy, these guys are legit. Here's your film. And they trust you. Cause obviously they're, they're making that, that offer based on information you're providing them. Uh, so talk about that relation you, you established with these coaches and how you continue to do that throughout the years. Well, basically, you'll, you know, that relationship starts by sending good guys. You know, you keep sending good guys. They're like, Oh, this is, you know, college, coach, oh, this guy, you know, sending me good players, you know, then, you know, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. And, you know, once you keep doing the right thing, sending the right guys, you know, they that trust ends to build up, you know, and then the relationship gets better. So, uh, you know, that that's, you know, what it really is. Yeah, and, and that's what we're, you know, that's as a recruiter coordinator, that's exactly what I'm trying to do with these with these guys, establish the relationship with them and, and make sure they understand, like, you know, if I'm, re if I'm referring a kid, it's not because I'm just trying to put the whole team into college. You know, I'm trying to refer and, and help your program type deal. And it takes a lot of trust on their part as well. I mean, we talk to a lot of coaches that, um, you know, they, they basically tell us, like, hey, well, this is what I'm looking for. And they're pretty straightforward, man. These kids, they, they think they – it's almost like selling a car or something. Like, I'm yeah. trying to get this guy to buy a minivan. It's like, no, this man knows exactly what he's looking for for his program or for his <laughs> offense right. or defense. Like, me telling him, hey, I got a kid over here, it doesn't help if he doesn't fit his 4-3 scheme or his 3-3-5 stack or – you know, right. if he's looking for a six foot DB and I got another but five eight kids, like he's not gonna. You know what I mean? It's hard, man. But what I want to ask you though is, is I know COVID hit really hard with everybody. How has this affected recruiting going forward? You know what I mean? Like how has this set you anybody back? Do, do you see like a lot of teams like saying, you know what, we're not gonna, we're not gonna recruit these normal five star, four star kids. 
we're just going to lock in what we have and then that's it? Or, or is it, has it been different? No, but believe it or not, coaches are still looking for players. You know, it's just harder for them because they can't travel, you know. Yeah. But they're still looking for players, though. Um, yeah, especially the P5 level mm-hmm. and, D, you know, low D1s and D2s. They're looking, they're looking for players still, you know. That's why the good thing about me, you know, I just add them to the spreadsheet and I just send it off to the coaches. Right. But COVID has affected recruiting in ways that, you know, college coaches can't visit schools. They can't visit, you know, they can't have, you know, uh, student athletes visit their schools. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the way, in my opinion, of that's how it's been affecting. Yeah, we, we try to but tell our kids to know, do a lot of virtual, um, a lot of virtual stuff with the schools and do workouts and try to send it to them if, if they're hitting you up. Uh, I know it kind of went dry because these recruiters haven't been allowed, these coaches haven't been allowed to, to communicate or talk to the kids because they have the blackout dates. Um, do you know when it should be yeah. opening up? Have you heard anything? That, I'm going to have to do my research on that. Yeah. Yeah, that I, I don't know. I've been asking. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's almost like asking like a horrible question. You know what I mean? Like it, like nobody's like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to tell him when. Like I don't want to. I don't want nothing yeah. to do with that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I can't tell you, Coach. Um, I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows. That's what ended up happening. Uh, what? Who's your favorite college team, by the way, Ernesto? Man, while, while we're on the subject. Well, Uh-oh. growing up, I never really watched college football. Right. You know. So I, you know, but I started watching college football in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like UM a lot. Oh, good. UM see, a lot. You're a good guy. Miami. Yeah. See, now 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 that yeah. you said that, Ernesto. <laughs> now that you said that, we have now established a a relationship that's going to be lasting forever. If you would have said University of Florida, oh boy, or FSU, <laughs> I would have stopped recording immediately. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's good, man. Of course, being University, man, that's awesome, man. I'm a big UM guy big myself, UM man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love it. Are you excited about college football coming back and, and sports in general? Yeah, man. I'm yeah, man. Thank God. Yeah. It's you know, it's good. You know, I was really happy when the NBA came back. I'm like, you know, yes, you know, we could watch some, you know, sports. Yeah. And now that, you know, college football, I'm like, you know, I'm really excited about that too, you know. I'm I'm really looking forward to how the season's gonna be with all this, you know. Oh yeah, me and I hope nothing bad happens. Me, oh, yeah. me and George have been, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been, our, our school and, and other schools in this area have been freaking in the paper and, and all kinds of news because of COVID and having a quarantine and all kinds of crap, man. It, is, let me ask you something. Is Miami um, high schools, are they going to get back on track playing? And have you heard anything about that? They, uh, yeah, yeah, they started uh, practicing. Oh, nice. They started practicing and stuff. And that, yeah, and supposedly uh, they're going to play this month too. Oh, Like good. later in the month. Oh, so like October yeah, yeah. or something? You know, or? you know what that is? You know what that's all about there? The FHSAA gave them to the 18th to opt in to the yeah. state series. Yeah. And Miami said, hell no. Yeah. There's no way that other teams are going to have a chance yeah. to win this state championship with us, with us being in the mix. Uh, absolutely. Because, how, I mean, how many championships was won last year? Was, was it seven out of eight championships came through South? Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. South yeah. Florida. Of course they're going to play. You're not going to get no freebie asterisk <laughs> championship title. You know what I mean? You guys got to come down here and nope. earn this. You know what I mean? That's hilarious, yeah, man. Absolutely. Who are you going for in the bubble? Who do you who do you think comes out as uh, the two teams that will be in the actual finals? Well, in the in the 5A, you know, I, I think Miami Northwestern is going to win for sure. Nice. Not, well, yeah. You're talking about states. You're talking about states, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Miami Northwestern, they're going to win. Yeah. Nice. Central is going to win again. Um not even a disease can slow these guys down. Do you do you know do you know how yeah, great of a program no. you have to be that 
not even a pandemic. You can start uh, before us, and then we're still going to kick your ass come, come October, November. We're still going to be in the championship series. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. You know, um, the West, Miami no Western have talent. Like the JV were probably, you know, load most teams up. <laughs> that's true. For Miami Northwestern. That's yeah. true. Because I saw Miami Northwestern kid. You're gonna laugh. I saw his. Um, so I'm scrolling through Twitter, and he's like JV. It said JV on there or whatever his title was. And this freaking was an offensive lineman that was six four. And I'm like, well, who's the starter? Yeah. Who's the kid starting over this six four monster? <laughs> that's that's on varsity. And this this kid can't get a start on varsity. Yo, so yeah, you, they're stacked. But with NBA, what, who do you think finishes uh, in the NBA? Who do you think the two teams will be with them? Oh, either well, on the Eastern Conference Finals, I got either between the Heat or the Toronto. Ooh, Heat or Toronto. Yeah. And then West is I my West is Clippers and Lakers, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the Clippers, man. I trust them uh, to go to the fi- like go to the finals. Clippers, yeah. you know, I think they're gonna be the Lakers just because Kawhi. You know, I trust in Kawhi. And uh, yeah, everybody trusts the claw. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then I think I don't know. I really want the Heat to beat the the Raptors, but I think Toronto got it. Yeah, they they play good team. You know, just because they play well. Yeah, they play well. I told George the same thing. George doesn't believe me that uh, he he doesn't think they make it out of the Buck series. He says, "No, there's no way they they make it out of the Buck series." And and so I'm like, "Yo, man, don't sleep on my Heat, man." Don't sleep on him. I was texting and him. John he was with shoot? Yeah. Well, yeah, but John is I love the fact when he shoots threes. I'm like, yeah, shoot threes all you want. Go go do the thing that you're not supposed to be doing. That's perfect for us. Go <laughs> go shoot from half court and try to be like a Damian Lillard. Go waste. Yeah. Go waste your minutes. Go waste, go waste six foot ten on the on the on the three point line instead yeah. of inside the post. Yeah, go go be a, a dirt Navisky. Go go do what you want to do over there. You're <laughs> clearly not shooting as well. So that's He's even, helping other team when he shoots. Oh, he does, man. And I'm loving I'm sitting back like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Giannis for three? Good. This is great. My sons are laughing at me like, you want him to shoot the three? <laughs> Absolutely. It's 90% of it's going to be a brick. <laughs> 90% are bricks. That's so we're, we're good to go, man. That's hilarious. What about You're NFL? Okay with that. Yeah, what about NFL team, man? Where where do you sit with them? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big Tom Brady fan, man. Oh, gosh. I, yes. You know. You're just you're. You know oh, what? He must have did, did his research. He must have did his research, knowing that okay, George likes Tom Brady, Raul likes University of Miami, Raul likes Miami. <laughs> I'm gonna make these guys happy. We're gonna we're gonna do the homework, and then the next time I come on the show, I'm just gonna blast him. <laughs> no, that's good, man. Do you yeah, think man, Tom Brady? You think, you think Tom Brady takes the Bucks to the Super Bowl, man? Yeah, I believe so, man. Tom oh, is no. Tom is a is a winner. You know. Tom is the winner. You know, he's clutch, winner. He, you know, he can, he, he's the guy. Yeah. You know, he's the guy. You, you can trust that any situation. That's Tom Brady. You know, got to get a ball to Tom Brady all the time if you want to win games. Yeah. He is and he's loaded. From he's, Ernesto. Yeah. From, a, from yeah. a recruiter. You know what I'm saying? He knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Who evaluates. He's an evaluator. Yeah. Well, do you, I, I don't see, and, and George has been trying to, you know, he's been saying it every podcast and every, every week. Tom Brady will be the first quarterback to host his Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl in his, in the in the same city. So I don't know. I saw the video of, of Tom Brady throwing to his receivers, that. and it's amazing. Do you really? Do you think he, he can pull it off, man? Do you really think so? Yeah, it's twenty twenty, baby. That's Tom Brady, man. That's that's Tom Brady. Like <laughs> he's a he's, he's a proven winner. You know he's he's a, you know, he's a proven winner. Yeah, Tom is. Let's go. Well, and it helps when he has like the freaking a loaded offensive team that he's never had before. Yeah. He has so many weapons. It's 
It's ridiculous. It really is. He's the missing puzzle. Tom Brady is the missing puzzle for the Bucks, And, you know, the Bucks did a good job by bringing him in, and they're going to win. Yeah. Because, you know, he's loaded, Tom, and that's Tom Brady. If you, you were know, doing fantasy you put football, him in any situation, he wins. if you were doing fantasy football, where do you draft him? Do you draft him first, second? Oh, that's my first. Yeah. Whatever guy I see first. Tom Brady, because he's going to play, he's going to play in the season. He's going to play in the playoffs, and he's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I believe in Tom Brady so much. Like, he, he just, you know, there's no argument there. He's the greatest quarterback yeah, of all time. I, I heard him. There is no <laughs> argument there. That's it. Ernesto, whenever you want to come back, whenever you want to come back, <laughs> you got a free pass. Streamyard, you got a streamyard link right there. You hit us up on the phone. You let us know whenever you want to come on the show. Yeah, man. One o'clock in the morning. We'll load it up, man. We, we don't we'll have as good up. as Cuban food down there in Miami, but, you, you know, you make your way up to Tampa. We'll take you out oh, on the town yeah. here, and, and we'll take care of you, bro. I actually have family in Tampa, so oh. whenever I'm up there, man, most definitely we'll we'll give you guys. Oh, let us know. Yeah, link let up, man. We'll hook it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll take you to press box, and we'll, yeah, we'll sure, go have man. some beers, and, and we'll we'll knock it all out, man. That's pretty good, man. So I appreciate you joining us, yeah, man, and good. sharing some of your knowledge, man, and coming with us. Um, I, I'm very, very, very serious, man. If you want to come back on, come back on, man. We're always welcome, man. It, it's been a pleasure talking with you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Ernesto, let people know where they can find you on social media. That way they can hit you, follow, you know, find you on IG, all that good stuff. Where can they find you at? So the name of the Twitter and Instagram name is MRE underscore recruiting. Gotcha. There you Got go. you, man. MRE underscore recruiting. Make sure you guys hit him up on IG and Twitter. Follow the man. Send him your film. It's that way you want some looks. That's a guy to go see. Absolutely. Ernesto, man. appreciate you again for joining the show, man. Thank you. Thank you, no bro. Problem. Hey, on the clock fans, man, that's all the time we got this week. Uh, please, please stick around uh, for Monday's show. Join us again. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be episode 32. Uh, thank you for Ernesto at MRE Major Recruiting Exposure. Uh, for taking the time to sit with us and talk with us. He is welcomed here anytime he wants, man. That's a that's a young man that has his head on his shoulders correctly, and I, I love that he's doing it for the kids and helping them out, man. So stick around and look for him as well, man. But, uh, George, thank you for joining me again, man. I love this stuff, bro. Yeah, man, another great show. Had a blast. Uh, thank you to Ernesto for joining on. Thank you to Heat for being the Bucks <laughs> And uh, Leonard Fournette. Thank you for joining my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, baby. So amazing. If you, hey, if you're a fan of the show, you want to come on and talk about the deal, why he chose Tampa, come on through. We'd love to talk to you. Um, but if you enjoyed today's show, go ahead and hit follow, subscribe. That way you can stay up to date whenever we drop a new show. It gets you alerted of what's going on. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Join the debate on our Facebook group page. It's called On the Clock Sports Talk. Uh, join the debate there. We're always having great, great conversations there. You can find us on social media, IG and Twitter by simply searching on the clock radio until next time you're on the clock.